Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. This is Talk To Me. I'm your host, Carolyn McCardle. And this is a chance for us to spend a few minutes with some of our favorite celebrities. I've actually lost count of how many hits you guys have. Hello, Graham Russell from Air Supply. How are you? Really good, and really good to hear you guys are still touring after all these years. You know, when I first started in my career, I've worked in several factories on night shifts, so I know what it's like to really work hard and to to do things that you don't really want to do. So I think doing what you love is the greatest gift you can have. Do you love performing live? You know, I do. You know, we always have. It's part of the whole machine that we really love. I mean, you know, the travel and the other aspects that go toward putting a show on uh, sometimes get a bit difficult. But, you know, it's all worth it when you step on stage and you see everyone light up. And that's what it's all about. You know, it's it's those two hours on stage, which we love so much kind of makes up for how tough it was to sleep on a tour bus overnight, right? Yeah, there are a lot of those times, and musicians spend a lot of time waiting around for everything, you know, at airports and everywhere. But uh, you have to make the most of that time. You can't let it just slip by. I certainly try to make it as fruitful as I can. But at the same time, you know, we get to see the world and travel, which is, you know, a lot of people don't get to do that. So we still consider ourselves very lucky to be able to do what we do. Yeah, you appreciate it. Oh, very much. Very much so. What was it like performing in Cuba a few years ago in front of 175,000 people? It was it was one of the most rewarding experiences of our career, certainly. Even the promoters didn't know that that many people were going to turn up. And the people just kept coming and coming. And we were supposed to go on at nine o'clock. And we ended up going on at two in the morning because people just kept coming. And the guy said, I need to reinforce the PA because what they call delay stacks. Yeah. Because the crowd was half a mile uh, long, so they had to put more PA at diff- three or four hundred yard spaces so they could hear it. But the, the weird thing was, uh, Hurricane Dennis was coming in too, and it started to rain a little bit. Then the heavens opened up and the rain came down about midnight, and he said, We can't go on yet. And we didn't know if we were going to be able to go on. But then suddenly the, the rain stopped and the wind stopped. I think it was the, the actual calm before the hurricane hit. And for like two and a half hours, it stopped and we went on and it was fantastic. Wow. But as soon as we came off, it just came down and the hurricane hit. And I saw cars being thrown down the street and palm trees bent right over. So it it was like being in a movie. Sort of surreal. It was very surreal. And, you know, we got back to the hotel and they were boarding up all the windows on the Hotel National in Havana. So it was one of those things you'd never forget. Hey, tell us about the name of your band, Air Supply. Where did that come from? It was in a dream. And I'll tell you, we were in Jesus Christ Superstar and we had a record coming out. 
a single and we didn't have a name. And the record company said, tomorrow is the deadline. You've got to have a name, you know. And so Russell and I agreed that whoever came up with the best name the next morning, we would have to go with it. And so the next morning comes and we both said, did you have anything? He said, no, I didn't have anything. He said, what did you have? I said, well, I dreamt of this billboard and it was a white huge billboard with lights all around the, the perimeter and in the middle in two black letters it said air supply and these lights were going off like lasers and i said that's all i had but i didn't we didn't know what it meant but we had to go with it it has no real secret meaning or anything it was just the only name that we had well and you were under a little bit of pressure to get it done too we were yeah and uh, uh, you know when we went with the name we thought oh god it's not that great. What does it mean? And uh, then, of course, it was pretty soon afterwards that we realized that it was the right name for us. It's funny because I think a lot of people that have been fans of yours for a long time that don't know that that's how it came to be are thinking they must have put so much thought. There's got to be some secret meaning. And it's simply we had a dream and our name was in lights and now this is our name. Exactly. But we learned later, of course, that air in the classical term means melody. And of course, you know, our songs are full of melody. So I think it, it is it is correct, you know. I mean, we couldn't change it now anyway. It's been 42 years. Yeah, it's like asking who your favorite child is. It's unfair. People ask us what our favorite favorite song is, but the thing is, they're all your favorite, you know. And, you know, you really can't pick one. It's like saying, what's your favorite Beatles song? It's virtually impossible to say. By the way, you guys were very heavily influenced by when you first started, weren't you, the Beatles? Oh, completely, yeah. And the weird thing is, when Russell and I very first met in Superstar, you know, we were the only two people in the whole show that hadn't been in a show before. There were a lot of other professional actors and singers. So we were the only two people that didn't know anybody. So we sat next to each other because, and I said, well, what's your name? And he said, oh, Russell Hitchcock. And he said, what's yours? I said, my name's Russell too. And then we, we figured out we were born three days apart. And then we started talking about the Beatles and singing Beatles songs backstage. And he said, when I was 14, I saw the Beatles live in Australia. And I said, when I was 14, I saw them too in England. So we had all these common things that was much more than coincidence. It was almost like it was predestined that yeah. we do something together. Yeah, it was meant to be. It, it really was. And we think about it a lot. And it was meant to be. And in those days, too, we didn't make any plans because we really didn't know what we were doing. And that was the beauty of everything. We didn't know how to record a song. You know, I've been writing songs for many years already. And we just started to sing them and we said, oh, God, we've got to record some of this stuff, and which we did. And mm -hmm. then the rest became history. Speaking of, uh, of songs, you know, Lost in Love, obviously your first big hit. And I heard yeah. that Clive Davis heard that song by accident. What happened with that? Lost in Love was a hit for us in 78, 1978 in Australia, which was two years and two years passed before Clive heard it. And it must have just found his way into his office because he lived a whole world apart. He was in New York, we yeah. were in Australia. And I think he certainly heard it and he got in contact with us straight away after he heard it. But the thing was, what we had going for us was it was a new decade. It was 1980. And not only that, it was at the beginning. It was January. So I think people were ready for something new, especially at the beginning of a decade. It's almost like a new genre of music is about to fall on everyone. And we were there 
with this beautiful song. And I always thought the record sounded fantastic and it sounded fresh at that time. And Clive just, I remember first speaking to Clive because he called me, tracked me down. And Russell and I weren't doing anything. We were broke. We had no money. He called me and he said, you know, are, are you part of this? I said, yeah. And he said, what are you doing? I said, I'm not doing anything. Neither of us are. We're not. And he said, well, I've just bought Lost in Love and it's, and it's going to be a, the biggest hit of the year around the world. And of course, I thought, no, that's not going to happen. But it did. And once we got to know Clive and, and realized what his legend was and that we were being scooped up into that legend, it was, whoa, here we go. Even though we weren't doing anything at the time, we were ready. We were prepared for it. We'd done all these shows across Australia. And so we into the U.S. and we'd seen what it was like and we just wanted to get back there. When the guy on the other end of the phone said he was Clive Davis, did you actually believe him? You know, I did, yeah, because he said a few things. I mean, I really didn't know who he was. I knew he was responsible for Dylan and Simon Garfunkel, Janis Joplin and Hendrix. I mean, his legend preceded him, but he just said a couple of things and I just thought, oh, wow, this is Clive Davis. <laughs> it was funny, but after speaking to him, Russell and I just felt that everything had turned around and that we were going to go on this ride and we didn't know when we were going to jump off. It felt that way and it was the most beautiful feeling knowing that there was someone out there that could understand what we were trying to do and understand the music and what we had and what the band was all about. Well, boy, are we glad that Lost in Love found its way to Clive's desk. Well, yeah, there's no one more glad than me, trust me. I'll bet. You guys are so great. You do such great work. I know you do a lot of charity shows as well, and it is so appreciated and recognized. It's nice to give back, and it feels just as good as making millions and millions of dollars when you don't get paid, but you're creating something for people. It's a great feeling, and we would like to do more of it. Graham Russell, thanks for being on Talk To Me. It was great to meet you. Oh, you're very kind, and we too. And thank you for your time today. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.